0: Stay tuned for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Evelyn Davidson and Carrie Brinketer. Love talking today about grand grandpa
1: lessons. Thank you, Gavin. This is Evelyn Davidson in the studio here, the beautiful studio in Austin, Texas. And we are now on t- two frequencies. We're on AM and FM and in just a few weeks we'll be celebrating our 34th anniversary of Love Talk. We're going to be talking today about love memories and those things in our life that have brought product and brought production and peace uh, into our lives in the way that we serve the Lord Jesus. And so I just want to thank you for joining us. We, We come every week for building bridges of love and leadership, and it is a wonderful time in Texas, and in the studio with me is our precious Miss Carrie.
2: Hello, everyone. Great to be with you today. This is Coach Carrie Brinkater, and of course, I am thrilled to be on Love Talk with my good friend and mentor, Miss Evelyn Davison. Today, we have a, a, a great show today. I'm excited about it today because I get to talk about some things that are important to me, and some things that I, you know, I couldn't decide what to call the show today, Miss Evelyn. Life lessons from Papaw, mm-hmm. or second chances, because all of those things are kind of wrapped into what we're going to talk about today. But um, it should be a great time.
1: Well, it will. But I look at my past as solid ground.
2: Oh um, yeah. You know,
1: there's so many shifting sands in the world, and and we have all experienced that. But uh, I, um. I learned a lot of valuable lessons from my grandparents, and I um, only had them on one side. And uh, we were talking about those today, some of those things that, that have made us what we are today because of what we went through and what we learned from those who came before us.
2: Solid ground. I, you always have a way with words, Miss Evelyn. I, I love it. That's exactly right. When I think about my grandparents, that that's what i think about they they never wavered with things now they made decisions about things just like we all do but their general base never wavered
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that's where they drew their strength and um wow yeah uh, that's exactly right well miss evelyn you're a busy lady and you've got a conference that you're preparing for and that's coming up uh what, what a, in 34 years of love talk <laughs> And the Good ah, that, News You journal. know, that
1: sounds like a Santa Claus story. Uh, <laughs> to me, uh, it been, has been so natural through the years. And when the opportunity, I grew up in radio, and uh, when the opportunity came, I said, oh, no, I've done that. <laughs> I want to do something different. I've done that. But as it turned out, uh, it was a blessing of the Lord. And I think we've been on five stations since that time. Uh, primarily not with uh, um, this frequency, that, you know, when we came on or with uh, Gene Bender, but um, with another group of radio people. And Paul Fryer was one of those. And old Paul's dad was Cactus. And, Cactus Fryer. Yeah. Thermistrucker Mortimer. Uh-huh. So as a lady, I was a little out of my gourd, as my great-grandmother would say. <laughs> but, you know, those are the lessons in life that help us come to stability when we know you know this this is of god this this is something he's because i never would have planned that and so I, I feel that way about some of the lessons that I, I learned from my grandparents and I know from, that you learned from yours. And I think it's going to be an exciting day. Well, it is. It
2: absolutely is. You know, this time of year for me is is fun. I'm not actually coaching a sport right now, which is which is kind of crazy. But the fall, I, I go and watch my kids play football and volleyball and run cross country. And I'm the taxi driver and <laughs> and I love it. It's a super busy time of year. Um back a few months ago I had the opportunity to give a commencement address and uh today's program is basically what I talked about at commencement. Just life lessons. You know, most of my talks, Miss Evelyn, over the years have been in the locker room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to uh, to be able to speak in front of people i absolutely loved it i i loved it i had an absolute ball so i'm i'm super happy to share those thoughts with our listening audience today now miss evelyn here's a big question for you have you ever been
1: given a second chance have i ever been given a second chance Mm -hmm. well yes um I think health wise I've had probably thirty or forty. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, as far as education and experience in life, uh it uh, it has been um it's been a good one. When I was a senior in high school, one of the lessons that I learned in high school was uh I stuttered really badly and I I'm beginning to do that again in my old age, but uh we had a senior play, and I was the grandmother, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and because of the stuttering, and when I'm on stage, it is always exemplified. You know, it's more mm-hmm. of a problem. Uh, I um, went to a friend who taught me how to crochet so that I could be doing something with my hands and just watching, them, you know, what my kids and grandkids were doing, and I learned to crochet. But the other thing I learned was that, you know, nothing is impossible with God. I can memorize well, and I did that well. And so when I, you know, when I came to the part of my character, uh, that was a lesson that I learned to apply later in life Mm -hmm. is, you know, just just smooth it out and keep moving. Right,
2: (laughs) right. Wow, wow. Well, I've been given... Many second chances in my life, and a story I'd like to tell you guys. It was halftime in the semifinal game of the 2013 Southern Collegiate Athletic Conference basketball women's basketball championships. I'm the head coach at Southwestern University, and the score at halftime was 31-34. Bad guys, right? Not Southwestern. Also, we were playing Austin College. We were down three at halftime. Now we're down three. And I'm walking into the locker room. We're down three in a game that determines whether or not we get to play in the conference championship the next day. The conference championship, a championship that Southwestern women's basketball hasn't won in over 20 years. You know, as what I what a
1: responsibility, what a
2: responsibility, and this is the semifinal game. I've got to get to the championship in order to have a chance to win it, right? And so, I, as I walk into that locker room, the pressure on my shoulders is palpable. Like I can taste the pressure. You could cut it with a knife. <laughs> I understand, right? And I, I can feel it in my bones. So I realize I have 15 minutes to rally my troops, right, with a 15-minute halftime and and try to rally this team to victory in order to get to the conference championship game. So I I have three choices, I think, as I walk into that locker room, right? I can absolutely just kind of lose my grits, right? I (laughs) I can just give them a swift kick in the tail and try to get them fired up to win this game. That's option number one. Option number two. I can get technical. You know, we can tweak our offense. We can talk about the holes in our defense. And we can use strategy Mm -hmm. to win the game. Right? And then option number three, I can walk in there. I can say very little. I can kind of let them decompress and rest. And I can allow them to talk and strategize. Now, Miss Evelyn, any choice that I make at the time might be the right one but no matter what stepping back onto that court Mm -hmm. to start the second half is the most important part of the game and what I realized there is that giving up at halftime is only an option if you are a spectator Oh, a
3: spectator. Giving up
2: at halftime is only an option if you're a spectator, because they can sit up there and grumble and whine and moan all they want to, right? And they can give up on us. Uh That's not an option for us. Isn't that the way God made us, Miss Evelyn? That is brilliant. That's the way God made us. He made us to be conquerors and victors, Mm -hmm. not spectators. Mm -hmm. We're not to give up at halftime. We're to get ready for that third quarter. So that's exactly what we did. And listeners, I'm telling you, this is the very beginning of our program, and you're going to have to wait all the way till the end of the program to learn what happened at the end (laughs) of that game. But I tell you what, Miss Evelyn, all the life lessons that I've learned on the basketball court have really come from a place of relationship and not really a pursuit of success in and of itself. I wholeheartedly believe that, we are highly influenced by those with whom we are in relationship.
1: Absolutely.
2: You know, we're talking about our grandparents. And, Miss mm-hmm. and Evelyn, you're a grandmother and a great-grandmother. And I could tell you stories all day long about um, not only coaching college basketball, but what it was like to be a college athlete at the NCAA level. But transformational relationships – are what really, I think, move us forward in life. Absolutely. Transformational relationships. So today we have life lessons from my papa. Oh, <laughs> your papa. Well, mine my papa. was Papa,
1: Papa Jeff Coat. Papa, papa, papa Jeff. Jeff. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, and You know, I, lo- I don't think about him much anymore. I used to think about him a lot, but uh, j- as I'm aging, and <laughs> I've been <up> a little <laughs> big <bigger laughs> around that. I think about what they were to me and what I need to be to my great-grandchildren.
2: Now, how many grandchildren and great-grandchildren do you have, Miss Well, we have,
1: actually, we have two grandsons, um, and um, we now have five great-grandchildren. Um, no, I have, a six, because our last set was twins. Six, the great-grandchildren. Little mm-hmm.
2: twin grandbabies that are about, what, four weeks old? Right,
1: Ms. Yeah, they're pretty close to four weeks. We're going to see no. them in a, in a few weeks. Uh, we'll be flying up to Tulsa. They live in Tulsa. And wow. They're excited and we're excited. Uh, and I, You know, I was thinking yesterday and praying over what we were going to talk about today. What is it that I, that I want to be to, to my grandchildren and great-grandchildren? And it is a you know, purpose-driven relationship. That I'm there to be there for them when they need me, and not worry about me when I'm not there, you know that's something that I did a lot when I was little. I worried too much about all of that and and I don't want our grandchildren to have that uh, same atmosphere that that we had as mm-hmm. children, so
2: mm-hmm. Well, I I can only imagine the stories that your grandchildren and great grandchildren are going to tell about you
1: and Van. Now, what do they call you? They call me Granny D and Van Gra- uh, Granny Grandpa D.
2: Aww,
1: Granny D. Ah, uh, Granny D. Granny, Granny D. D.
2: I love that. Well, you know, the life lessons that I've learned from my papa and my mamma have shaped all the second halves. Mm-hmm of my life and you know I didn't really realize it I guess when you're going through it, it but when you look back you realize it so friends when we return we will talk about what are the life lessons that are shaping the second half of your life right after that
4: From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-494. For church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626 4880 or Justin at 986 4944. You know, the world has changed,
0: and getting connected is really no longer a trend, it's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1 888 988 9736 or visit the website texasseo.com. Or simply Google Christian SEO Company, and you'll find them in the first position.
4: Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better. better. Better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
2: friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the love, ladies. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader, and of course, I'm here with Mrs. Evelyn Davison, and you are listening to The Bridge, today's Christian Talk on 1120 AM as well as 101 FM. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're talking about second halves. What life lessons have shaped or are shaping the second halves, the second half of your life? You know, Miss Evelyn, growing up, I loved spending time with my grandparents. My maternal grandmother, she died, or uh, well, my my maternal grandfather, he died when I was 8. He was a World War 2 veteran and I I didn't really get to know him very well. But my maternal grandmother, here's what I remember about her the most is she loved to watch sports. Now, she was not sporty in any way. <laughs> she didn't even like to sweat. She was the kind that had her hair done every week, right? You know, she had her hair done every week. But every time I went to her house, she was watching the Astros, the Rockets, the Oilers, <laughs> back when everyone had yes. the Oilers, or the Texans, right? Later yes. on, the Texans. So funny, you know, and I, I, that's probably where I got my love for sports probably really? started with her. Now, on my other side, my paternal grandparents, now they were a hoot. This was Mamaw and Papa. They lived in a tiny little town in East Texas, and my grandmother was loud, Mamaw. She, maybe I get that from her. Um, she'd constantly shoot us out of the house. Right? And she really didn't want to see us during the day. She wanted us to go. Go play. Go do whatever she mm-hmm. asked us to do. And when we went outside, we better not let the screen door slam on our way oh, out, Right? Yes. <laughs> and if we were coming in, we better be ready to help her cook or pick up a rag to clean or whatever. Mm. Um, Mama was a stern woman, but we knew that we were loved,
1: and we loved her chicken and dumplings. Oh, <laughs> that's one of the things my kids love about our house is... Uh, on Saturday morning, pancakes with chocolate kip chip, chips, and then when it gets cold weather, a big pot of chicken and dumplings.
2: Oh my goodness, we we are about to get to that, Miss Evelyn. I tell you what, my papaw, he was a much quieter soul, and when papaw spoke, you listened. He loved his cowboys, and he was a gentleman. When I was a freshman in college, I, I had just finished my first collegiate basketball season, and I was really doing some serious searching. I was kind of beginning to doubt kind of all the things I had grown up to believe. I saw a whole new world of opportunity around me and in front of me. And I've talked about this on, on this program before. Um, but I, I, I really, at some point right there, I, I needed some, a sense of normalcy in my life. And, of course, I could have gone home to my parents, but I would have probably been asked, you know, 87,000 questions because that's what we do as parents. But I could go to my grandparents' house and just be, right? And so I, I love this saying from C.S. Lewis, Miss Evelyn. He writes in The Great Divorce, For I will bring you to the land not of questions but of answers, and you will see the face of God. I mm-hmm. went to go visit my grandparents a weekend In the spring of 1992, and as I visited my grandparents that weekend, I certainly found a load of answers that led me through the next few years of college and still impact me. Today, now, Miss Evelyn, you mentioned your grandfather, uh, Grandpa Jeff Coat. Mm-hmm. Jeff, no, right? Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dutch Jeff Coat. Dutch Jeff Coat. Now, he was born in the 1800s, Miss yes, Evelyn. He was. Mm-hmm. How How was life different back then? What kind of lessons did he teach you? It was a much simpler time.
1: Well, the earliest remembrances I have of him are Christmas time, uh, when we he and all the neighbors would go. Together and build a big uh, stockpile to have a bonfire, and uh, we would shoot firecrackers. Oh, hello. And then we did that also on New Year's, but mostly Mm -hmm. it was a Christmas thing. And then Mm -hmm. in the little town where they lived, they had a a sort of an assembly, uh, something like a school, uh, but was not part of the school. It was an local, local, uh, like a community (laughs) community center. And we would go uh, for Christmas carols and all of that. And they would give us a Santa Claus sack. I mean, a a, a stocking with a few things like an apple or orange in it. And he was so proud to be able to help us experience that. And it made a big impression on my life. Uh, But I guess the biggest thing that, that I learned from him was he was a gardener. And uh, in those days, you did have to have a garden
3: mm-hmm.
1: because, uh, you know, just the level of living was different. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd, he'd plant corn and peas and peanuts and you name it. it, must have been a three acre garden. And the thing I learned from him was not step on the rose. That's right. Not step on mm-hmm. the rose. And I, that, I applied that a lot in my life through the years because, you know, fruit in our life comes from the garden of our life. And if we just constantly stomp down the things that God has planted in us and in others, well, then, you know, we're just, uh, we're we're very ineffective in doing that. So that was one of the principles. I Don't step on the rose. And he called me Miss Sissy. Oh.
2: But no one ever called me oh. Evelyn.
1: My name was Sister or Seth or Sissy. Mm-hmm and uh it was it was always good i spent the summer with them a lot because they needed help you know it was just Mm -hmm. i'd shell peas and shuck corn and uh, bring in the wood for the wood stove and all of that but you know there was no waste there we saved everything
2: and my my mama and papa were much the same way they had a garden and and i remember doing the same things miss evelyn You know, sitting on the back porch, shucking peas and Mm -hmm. uh, going out to the garden and and doing all those things, you know.
1: I, I think the other thing I learned from him is to believe in God. Not he didn't talk a lot about Jesus, but it was it was god principles god living god honoring and see i didn't I was not reared in a Christian family
3: mm-hmm. and
1: in the summer, I would hear that, and I'd think about it a lot, but I just knew that there was a God in heaven, and I was in earth, and that's about all I knew, mm-hmm. but he introduced that concept to me, which has been very profitable through the years,
2: obviously, yeah. You know, I, I loved that time with my grandparents, as as you did. Now, when I called my grandparents up to ask them if I could come visit that weekend, um, even though my mamaw was sometimes a stern woman, the first question that she asked me on the phone was, "Well, what do you want for dinner, Carrie?" Yeah. And that's life lesson number one, Miss Evelyn, is you know what? The never underestimate the power of a home cooked meal. Like you just said, your grandkids know that Saturday morning is chocolate chip pancakes Uh and that chicken and dumplings, you know, will be on the table whenever the weather gets colder. Acts 246 and day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they receive their food with glad and generous hearts. You know, the time around the dinner table that night that I arrived there, Miss Evelyn, was so fantastic. It last night, just last night. I've got a niece that's attending University of Mary Harden-Baylor, which is just 30 minutes from our home. And we had her over for dinner last night. And I thought about this, you know, the time around the dinner table, just a oh. home-cooked meal, Miss yes. Evelyn, is so important mm-hmm. and can just mean so much, so many topics are discussed and you you know you just feel comfortable around those that love you the most and so later that evening after you know the 10 o'clock news with Tom Brokaw Miss Evelyn I know you remember that (laughs) Papaw informed me that the next morning we would be heading to the diner and not wanting to miss a second of my time with my Papaw I was ready to go at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning now that's a big deal for a college student right but before we went to the diner, Miss Evelyn. We went to go feed the ducks. Papa loved feeding those ducks. Really? Yep. Life lesson number two take time to enjoy your surroundings. Job twelve, seven through nine. But ask the beast and they will teach you, the birds of the heavens and they will tell you, or the bushes of the earth, and they will teach you. And the fish of the sea will declare to you who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? Papa fed those ducks every day, Miss Evelyn. I don't know when or why he decided to start feeding those ducks. It was just something that Mm -hmm. he enjoyed. You know, leaving the house right before dawn, enjoying the quiet and the solitude of daybreak. I loved this time with my papa. And I still love this time of day. And I still love to enjoy my surroundings. Where we live in Georgetown, Miss Evelyn, we have a. A, a fence that allows us to see to this giant field behind our house. I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, a rancher owns this field behind our house, and so we have cows, and there's baby oh. cows, and we have deer. My kids, just they make so much fun of me, because I will literally stop the car in our neighborhood just to look at the deer or talk mm-hmm. to them, and they really think that's funny. But, you know, everything I learned from my papa on this weekend he didn't ever stop and say, now, Carrie, this is a life lesson. Take notes. It, it was literally just yeah. a function of the way he lived his life, right? And so like, like, the, like what you're talking about with your grandparents. It was just a function of the way they lived their life, this kind of no nonsense, no fluff, no beating around the bush. This is just what you do. And I loved that. So we, we went and fed the ducks. Now, Miss Evelyn, after we fed those ducks, we headed to the diner. Mm. All right. Now this is not uh, really? this was a coffee shop. Not a, coffee, a yeah. not a Starbucks, yeah. right? This was a good old-fashioned diner with booths, an old-fashioned soda counter. You know, when you walked in the front door, it kind of smelled like stale cigarettes, bacon and coffee. Right? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, um and th- those men, and there was just an air of familiarity in there, of friendliness, just coziness, warmth. As we walked in, Papa was greeted by his buddies, his friends. Now, normally women were not present yes. at the morning coffee adventures. Yeah. I don't know if they weren't allowed or if they were just doing other things. Mm-hmm. But um, these precious men, they welcomed me on that Saturday morning. And Miss Evelyn, as we sat there and talked... I realized that they really talked to one another. Uh-huh. They really talked to one another. Life lesson number three that I learned that day: never underestimate the power of a great cup of coffee and real oh. life conversation. Yeah. John ten ten. I came that you may have life and enjoy life and have it in abundance yes. until it overflows. Right, Miss Evelyn. They engaged me in a way that was so kind and so refreshing and overflowing and abundant. And here's what I loved about it. They looked at each other face to face, eye to eye, handshake to handshake. They were genuinely interested in each other's lives. They asked about grandkids. They asked about the garden.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They asked about their wives. They asked about their health struggles. They were in relationship. There were no cell phones, there were no distractions, just coffee and conversation. As their cups were filled with coffee, they filled each other's lives with with meaning and with friendship. Now friends, we've talked about three life lessons with Papa. There's three to go and we have two segments of our program left. You won't want to miss it. Stay tuned right here on Love Home.
0: Hi, this is John Kotner, and you know we all can use some happiness, some hope, and humor in our lives. I'm talking about the Good News Journal, published by Evelyn Davison. Well, the Good News Journal is free, and you can pick it up at locations across Central Texas, like HEB, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, and churches, and it comes out every three months. Now, advertisers and writers interested in having an article published should call 512-249-6535. The Good News Journal, providing good news for the greater Austin and surrounding areas for 23 years. And now with more than 66,000 in circulation. Go to goodnewsjournal.net. That's goodnewsjournal.net.
1: Hi, friends. This is Kathy Endebrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression, have rebellious kids, or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to
2: start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray
1: and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on Shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with.
4: Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud of. Proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
2: Friends, welcome back to Love Talk. You have found the Love Ladies. I'm Coach Curie Brinkader, and of course, my beautiful, talented, wonderful, amazing friend. She looks like a ray of sunshine today, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. Thank you so much for joining us. Life lessons with Papa today, or second chances.
3: Uh-oh. Now, Miss
2: Evelyn, life lesson number one: never underestimate the power of a home cooked meal. I tell you what, that home cooked meal, oh, it did good things for my body, my soul. Life lesson number two with Papa take time to enjoy your surroundings. Mm-hmm. We live such a fast paced life. I tell you what, just slowing down just a little bit to breathe, to look, to watch, take time to enjoy the surroundings. Life lesson number three never underestimate the power of a great cup of coffee and real life conversation. Now, Miss Evelyn, Papa took me to the coffee shop that morning, that diner. And I got to hang out with his friends. And I think that that experience started a love for me for people who are older than I am. Mm-hmm. I would sit at the coffee shop every day if I could and just chat with people who are older than me, wiser than me. I loved it.
1: Now, do you and Van have coffee shop friends? Does Van have coffee shop buddies? He does have. He goes, He. I work out at home because... <clears throat> I have a very sensitive uh, body, Mm -hmm. and I can't be exposed to a lot of the things that you get in a public place, Mm -hmm. and it's not that it's unsanitary; it's just that, you know, because of Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's best for you. And right. So... Well, it was just Dr. Ordain. Mm-hmm. He said, you're, you're picking these bugs up out somewhere and found mm-hmm. out that, you know, because you can't clean everything. It's not sterile. And, and that's kind of when you get old, that's one of the things you have to adjust to. But Van goes every morning except Sunday to the local uh, coffee shop. And he has f- from three to five friends that meet every morning. He goes to the wife first and works out, and then he comes back by and gets him a, a, a biscuit, a sausage, <clears throat> and a cup of coffee with his friend. And I, every once in a while, I'll go with him, and it's always just so pleasant for me to sit there and listen mm-hmm. to them because uh, one gets started and then nobody else gets talked thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it has been—it's therapeutic, very therapeutic for Van because. He uh, he keeps up with them, and if they need help, he goes and helps them. We've never asked them for help. We have other friends, you know, that that are my friends and his friends. Mm-hmm. That if we need someone, we'll, you know, we can call them. But it is necessary, I think, for either either partner to have time to do the things that really encourage them and expand their life.
2: Absolutely, you know, we have a group of men at our church. That they go to the local coffee shop. Um, I I think it, I I know it's definitely once a week. Um, I don't know if it's more than that. But they call themselves the Romeos.
3: Romeos. The
2: Romeos. (laughs) Now, listen to this acronym. If you ask some of them, they'll tell you that they are the retired old men eating out Romeo. If you ask some of the other ones, they'll tell you that they are the really old men eating (laughs) out. (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. I can't help a laugh. No.
2: They're precious. They are absolutely precious. And on the occasion when I have run into them at the coffee shop, I just, they invite me to come sit down with them. Oh, my goodness. I just love them. So I decided that I need to start my self-group. Right, Miss Evelyn? And we're going to call ourselves the Juliettes. (laughs) All right, of course. Of course. we are just us ladies intentionally eating treats, mm. right? Did yeah. <laughs> you? Well, get. yes. So I, I am. I've been very intentional of late. After I wrote this commencement speech about. Being intentional with friends and calling them my Juliets and, and meeting for coffee and, and just slowing down and, and every once in a while maybe taking the time to go have lunch or whatever yeah. because we need that, Miss Evelyn. Mm-hmm. We need to be with people that will lift us up, that will look us eye to eye, that will um, talk about what's going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. I challenge you, listeners, friends. I challenge you to find your Romeos and to yes. find your Juliets. They're out there. People who will, who will absolutely love you no matter what and love you through things. I will venture to say if you look in the right places, you will find your people. All right, Miss Evelyn. So we fed the ducks. We had coffee and conversation. So what next? You know, we went home. And Papaw informed me that we had a little work to do. And little did I know that we would spend the better part of our day chopping and stacking wood. Now, fun fact, Miss Evelyn, Papaw was younger than you at this time. uh, But he was 79 years old during this weekend adventure of ours. He, yeah, 79 listening friends. Papaw set up our workstation and we began our work Papa would chop the wood and I was to move the wood. Okay, so I started as Papa would chop, I started throwing the wood over the fence. Mm. Right? It was a, a small, like a chain link fence, it wasn't too high, but I started throwing the wood over the fence. And I was actually kind of having fun. I was feeling strong. I you know, <laughs> I don't feel that very You're often. That you know? That's right. I was happily throwing these logs over the fence. But you know, Papa stopped me after I'd thrown a few pieces over the fence. And he said, I should be careful not to make messes for myself.
1: Messes for yourself.
2: Life lesson number four. Life is crazy enough. Don't make life messier by taking shortcuts or creating drama in your life. Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.22. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness Faith, love, peace, along with those who call on the Lord with a pure heart. You see, Miss Evelyn, if I had Mm. thrown all those pieces of wood over the fence, it would have made this crazy, messy pile that would have been incredibly difficult for me to straighten out. I, I would have had to touch every single one of those logs again just to straighten them up. And I would have absolutely taken me double the amount of time. So this life lesson probably resonated with me most on that day. I had began a life that I was running toward youthful passions and unrighteousness. And I certainly was not seeking out my Juliet's or any type of people that would support me in a Christian walk. I was beginning to make a messy life for myself, one that I was not proud of. Hebrews 4.13 tells us nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of Him, to whom we must give account. Miss Evelyn, why did I think I could run fast and far away? In fact, I was mentally and physically exhausted from leading this life that was spent covering up my mess, my sin. Mm-hmm. So you see, so many times we create this own mess. We do things that we know are not healthy, mentally, physically, or socially, and then we don't do things that we know are healthy mentally, physically, and socially. It's incredibly interesting that we can create all of this mess, and then we're shocked at the amount of time it takes us to straighten it out. Right? Clean it up. What an amazing lesson from Papa. You know, as we spend that time, Miss Evelyn, You know, just chopping, and and I was then walking the wood around the fence and placing it in the Mm -hmm. right pile. My papa, we we didn't talk a whole lot. Yeah. But my papa had no idea how much that silence was just a balm for my soul that day. You know, just being with him, just doing something that meant something to not just to to it didn't even mean anything to me. It meant something to him, and man, all this was helping them. You know, Miss Evelyn. In that same vein, can we ever hide from God? Can we can we run and hide?
1: No. <clears throat> you know, one of the things that he says is that um, you didn't choose me; I chose you. That's your life verse, mm-hmm. right, Miss Evelyn? Right. And not only have I chosen you, I have placed you right where you are, that you might grow up. You'd be a tree that bears fruit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, if you if you look at your life like you look at, at a tree, there has to be care there.
3: Absolutely. You know, you've got
1: when the storms come, you've got to watch the branches and you know keep it clear. There's so many lessons. That we can learn from from John fifteen sixty you didn 't choose me, but I chose you, and not only have I chosen you, but I planted you right where you are you know it's not it was not an ac- an accident that you went to be with your grandfather that was god directed
2: absolutely it was god directed and just being there choosing you know i I had to drive from Georgetown, Texas to Kirbyville, Texas, mm-hmm. to get there that 's not an easy trek i mean mm-hmm. it 's Five hours. Yeah. Um, and that's almost over to Louisiana, and um, I don't know why. I just decided to go. I, I just I needed something that weekend. I needed I needed my grandparents to I don't know to just love me and 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 push me in the right direction and just show me um, normal normalcy. You know that person. Well, when you look,
1: you know when you've got an ancestor. Line that you can look at, mm-hmm. um, it is a blessing that God gives us that we're able to do that mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, because of my dad 's side, we never knew any of our relatives on his side mm-hmm. it was just it was just not there. Mm-hmm. but on my mom 's side, you know my grandpa and my grandma uh, were they were very, very stable, they lived in the same house. Uh, all of my childhood into high school into college, and then they moved uh and moved next to one of their daughters because of the old age. They gave mm-hmm. up the farm and everything. he stopped working and and I would go in the summertime even when I was in college and spend a, a week or two with them um you know during the break and I've often thought about that why why did I do that? Uh, well, it was because it was a comfort zone. It, yes, there you go. You can look backwards and see about the stability that comes, number one, from what God pretend, uh, pre- <clears throat> presents to us in a way that we can receive it and grow from it. Uh, and so, I, you know, my, my heart goes out to families that don't have that.
2: hmm Absolutely, You know, but Miss Evelyn, we can find our Romeos and we can find our Juliets out there that will support us in a Christian way. We, we, we need to, you know, just, just look for them, seek and find them. Friends, we only have one segment left. I can't believe it. Our time is flying by. But we have Life Lesson 5 and 6 left to go as well as the conclusion of my basketball story about the conference championships. What happened? All right, right after these messages, you'll find out.
5: Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Ploogerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street. just in Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. And he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us.
6: George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Road, call 444-5555, that's 444-5555, hello Central Azar. fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch.
2: Hello friends, welcome back to today's Christian Talk. I know that you are on the edge of your seat here as we talk about our life lessons From my papa, or second chances, or as Miss Evelyn would call it, solid ground, your comfort zone. Oh, my goodness. You know, Miss Evelyn, that day, that weekend with my grandparents was so great. You know, after that hard day of work with papa, you're Mm -hmm. never going to believe this, friends. So we had been up since before dawn. We, you know, fed the ducks, went to the coffee shop, chopped wood all day. We did go in for a meal. And I remember Mamaw had had lunch ready for us, probably sandwiches or something. And then, but we worked all day. After a hard day of work, we once again gathered around the dinner table. We had a great meal, wonderful conversation. We all helped to clean up. Mm -hmm. That was a big deal. And I went to take a shower. I was tired, you know. Um so after I took my shower, I had my pajamas on, <laughs> and I returned to the living room, and I found Papoff sitting there watching Wheel of Fortune, right? Yeah. <laughs> and out of the blue, he said, Carrie, want to go on a bike ride with me? Oh. <laughs> and I just, friends, I'm not kidding. This 79-year-old man still had energy, and he still wanted to hang out with me. He still wanted to be with me. So, of course, I jumped up and I told him I just needed to go get my tennis shoes. Well, the reality was I had to go and change clothes because I had my pajamas on. <laughs> and so I went and changed clothes, got my tennis shoes, and I was ready to go on this bike ride with my papa. Life lesson number five. Take care of your body. It's the only one you have. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians 6.20 for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. Miss Evelyn, I know when you were 50, you went through probably one of your biggest health scares. You had breast cancer. And now this was 37 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what we all have to realize is that our our medicine, our technology, the things that we can do for people was not where it is yeah. today. And after your experience... What did you do to start taking care of your body?
1: Well, taking care of my body, I felt like I had to start with my soul and mm. just really uh, become serious with the time I had or would have. And um, I had a very good friend that was a doctor, and uh, he was a nutritionist. In like fact, two of them. And so the what I did is I went to a Uh, a clinic at the University of Texas with these two doctors to test me and see what it was my body was deficient in and what it was going to take for me to rehab. And, you know, they do that now in a lot of different places. But in those days, that was quite a step.
2: Cutting edge, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, so Dr. McNabb was my nutritionist. He had been uh, an eye doctor for years, and he went back to school because he saw so much um, macular degeneration and these type of things because of lack of care for the body. But he set me down. And um, even when I had the accident and fell in the garbage can and got, you know, got the uh, mm, bad uh, things from the, one of the hospitals uh, that, you know, kill you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he helped me when it came time to take the medication that I needed to take or to do the diet that I needed. And physically, as well as mentally and emotionally, he was a, he was an angel from heaven and still is today. I work out at home. I don't go, as I mm-hmm. said earlier, And I I have a very uh, restricted diet in some regard. I'm allergic to a lot of things, and that was one of the things that they helped me find out uh, when I went to the clinic. But, you know, you do have to explore it. You can't just take one person's word and say, and they'll say, oh, don't worry about it, you'll bounce back. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when you go for a year and you don't bounce back, something's wrong with your bounce.
2: Well, and you sought out help. You sought out the people that... that you know could could get you set on this right path you were taking care of your body now miss evelyn my my grandpa like i said he was you know about eight years younger than you at this time mm-hmm. you know just a spring chicken right but um i tell you what we hopped on these he had these like peewee herman bikes you know what i'm talking about miss evelyn they're beach cruisers they had the big handlebars They were glorious. It had a basket on the front, big giant handlebars, and these beautiful, shiny, red chrome fenders and the big wheels. They were glorious. And um, We hopped on those bikes and we rode around Kirbyville, Texas, just like we didn't have a care in the world. Papaw took this bike ride on most nights. If I ever wonder how Papaw was able to live a healthy life, it's probably because he took care of his body. And, you know, even though I was a college athlete, I had begun to fall into the arms of the wicked enchantress sin. In Mm. fact, I I was certainly not taking care of my body. I was I was ruining it. Mm. I was destroying it. I was searching for a new adventure. I was looking in all the wrong places. Now, let me be clear. As I've gotten older, Miss Evelyn, here's what I've come to understand. And I heard a, a gentleman at our school say this once. God loves parties. He just hates sin. Mm -hmm. Boy, I wish I would have thought about it like that when I was in college. God loves parties. He just hates sin. Papa ended his day as he had begun his day, not only taking care of his body, but slowing down to enjoy the world around him. You know, friends, I, I often think back on that weekend with such fond memories And the last lesson that I learned from that can really be summed up in a song called Just Be Held by Casting Crowns. And it goes like this. So when you're on your knees and answers seem so far away, you're not alone. Stop holding on and just be held. Your world's not falling apart. It's falling into place. I'm on the throne. Stop holding on and just be held. Life lesson number six, be willing to be held. The weekend at my grandparents, Miss Evelyn, I was held. Mm. That girl who arrived on Friday night was very different than the girl that got in the car and left on Sunday morning after church. As I drove back to college, my body was tired, but my soul was Mm. nourished. I am forever grateful for a second half that was different than the first half. Much like that game that I told you about earlier, Miss Evelyn, that semifinal game that we were losing at halftime, the second half was much different than the first half. Now, I know, listeners, if you've been listening to this program for a while, you probably know that I could, I, you can probably tell that I'm a little charismatic. I've got a lot of energy. <laughs> I, had no, I have no idea what I said in the locker room at halftime of that game, but I can guarantee you. I was not quiet. (laughs) So option number three is completely off the table. I'm a little fiery. I'm sure I adjusted the offense. I'm sure I adjusted the defense. But whatever I said, the team responded. We held our opponent to 23 points. We won the game by 14 points, and we secured a berth to that conference championship game the next day, the first time Southwestern women's basketball had been to a conference championship game in over 20 years.
1: 20 years.
2: What a game. But you know what, Miss Evelyn? You know what I remember most? I had to go back and look up the score. I didn't remember the score. I had to go back and look at it in the archives to find the score of that game. You know what I remember most about that game?
1: What did you remember?
2: Those relationships with those young women on that team. Mm-hmm. You know what? Again, life lessons are learned through relationship. It's not about our unbelievable defense or our offensive prowess it was those relationships with the with those young women on that team that were so rewarding just like those relationships with my grandparents mm-hmm. so rewarding and the life lessons that i learned through that never underestimate the power of a home cooked meal friends take time to to um have people over and share with them you know, typically, we cook enough to feed not only our family but another family. You know, we have leftovers in the fridge for a week it's It's important, and um we took a step in doing that last night by having our niece over, and I'm so glad that we did. take time to enjoy your surroundings, Miss Evelyn. Never underestimate the power of a great cup of coffee in real-life conversation. I love this one because we we just become so accustomed to staring at our phones and really mm-hmm. not looking at people. I love that Van has his group of Romeos. Miss Evelyn, I know you have your group of Juliet's. <laughs> you got your girlfriends. Yes. Life lesson number four, and it's funny. After I gave this commencement address, I, um, you know, people have commented to me over the last couple of months, and one, uh, one mom has taken to telling her sons, "Don't throw, don't throw those logs over the fence whenever mm-hmm. they start to do something crazy or make things messy." Life lesson number four: Don't make life messier by taking shortcuts or creating drama in your own life. Now, sometimes. Things can't be avoided, and and life gets messy, and and we didn't, you know, we didn't do anything to create it. You know, I understand that.
1: Well, you know, that's why Jesus is so real.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: The relationship with him helps us Mm -hmm. with all six or seven of these.
2: Absolutely. You know, um, taking care of our bodies and being willing to be held, I, I really implore you, friends, to to get into the word, to, to understand that Jesus came here to have a relationship with you. You may not have grandparents that were kind and generous like mine. You may not have parents or a spouse that is willing to walk through these things with you. But I tell you what, Jesus is. And when we try to find our hope and our peace and our, and our comfort in anything else, when we try to find it in a bottle or pills or when we try to find it in makeup or surgery or being youthful, we're not going to find it there. The only person that fills those holes for us is Jesus. I pray that you'll find a local church this weekend, friends, that Mm -hmm. that teaches the Bible. That will bring the word of God. That will bring the message to you in a real and live way. A Bible teaching church. They're all over Austin. Just pick one. Find a time that's convenient for you. Some churches even have um, services on Saturday evenings and Sunday evenings. Mm -hmm. So if you can't make Sunday morning. Miss Evelyn, I pray that our listeners will find the joy of Jesus Mm -hmm. through their walk every day. Friends, you can find us on LoveTalkNetwork.com. You can go to our archives there and you can find every show and you can go back and listen to the things that we've talked about over the last few months. Of course, you can find us on Facebook as well. We're here on Love Talk every Saturday at 2 p.m. here on The Bridge Austin, today's Christian Talk. For Mrs. Evelyn, I'm Carrie Brinkgater, thanks for joining us on Love Talk.